Are you an Aggie client? I hope not. But if you are, let me share some tips on how you can avoid that. You ain't going to want to miss this one. Ready to level up your business and boost your confidence? Just starting a business and overwhelmed with where to start? Don't worry. LaToya's got you covered. Welcome to the Birthin' Big Business Podcast, where budding female entrepreneurs ignite their purpose in the marketplace. Meet your host, LaToya Morris. She's every CEO's secret weapon and every business owner's triple threat. She trains, coaches, and creates strategies by pushing marketing ideas into business money-making solutions. Now, let's push through the marketplace and beyond. And yeah, y'all already know. So if you don't know, my name is LaToya and I am the host of Birthing Big Business, where I share business tips for female entrepreneurs. Um, If you are returning, thank you so much for coming. I am grateful. If you are a supporter or you haven't been, you might want to be. It's real cheap. It's like $4 a month and you get exclusivity. Yes. You get exclusivity. You get exclusive stuff. Yeah, I'm going to say that. You get exclusive stuff where we talk about case studies and just really prep you as if you were my client. That should be fun. And it's still short, so I'm not going to overwhelm you. Don't worry. Anywho, I really wanted to share this today because I thought it was fitting. I like to share my experiences with people and um, help you muse a little bit. But I I thought to myself, you know, what makes a nightmare client? That's a good question, because I don't want that to be you. I don't, I don't, I don't want you to be that nightmare client, because that is, like my sister says, Aggie or aggravating. (laughs) I don't want you to be that client. But they're out there. And um, you don't have a you don't get a perfect client. I'm not expecting people to be perfect, but there are some clients that were just gems to work with that I wish I could just clone and have like clients like that forever. Unfortunately, the majority of the clients that I work with are either sweet but draining or nightmares. There's really no in between. I don't get a lot of gym clients. Um, And so I wanted to share this podcast on what makes you, not you, but a person, hopefully not you, um, a nightmare client. I wanted to share five things because I don't want you to be a nightmare client because this is the thing too, especially with service-based businesses, because service-based business owners get these type of clients, sometimes they can act like these type of clients just subconsciously because they have been through the ringer and so they feel like they can do it to other people. And if you have had frustrating clients, aggravating clients, nightmare clients, then I hope that you have empathy for people that you work with. Like for me, You know, I don't even like to really contact people if I don't plan on paying. Now, if their budget is way out of the ballpark, then that's something different. But I usually like to contact people and like to patronize them in some capacity because the fact that they spent their time talking to me. 
So um, I'll ask them, you know, you have a book or something, something. And so I just think it's important that we remember that we have clients. So we don't want to be nightmare clients. Anywho, five things that make nightmare clients. Number one, when you have no budget, I don't know if I've said this. I'm pretty sure I've said this so many times. Y'all probably tired of hearing me say this, but when you don't have a budget, you tell me you have no money. When you come now, if you say my budget is unlimited or, you know, I don't have a budget because I just want to get this project done and there is no budget, even though people have a budget, even if you're a millionaire, billionaire, you have a budget. But anyway, um, usually there's no budget or the sky's the limit when it's like an event or a celebration or something like that. But when it's a project for business or whatever, we we have budgets. And so when you come to me and you say you have no budget, that means you have no money. Or you think you're going to be slick and you're going to expect me to give you services for free. I don't like that. It's very unprofessional and it is very annoying. And out of the 500 businesses that I have worked with, about 400 and something in one year during the pandemic alone, okay, most of them have no budget and they don't even want to map out a budget. It's almost like a fear, like they're afraid to write it on a piece of paper because that means they have to pay for something. If you want people to pay for your services, you have to pay for your services. Now, of course, you don't have to pay for everything. And of course, you may not get all the bells and whistles, but it's important to have a budget, have a budget for your project and then have a project uh, budget for the components you need to make that project work. What do I mean by that? If you're starting a business from scratch and you know you need some components, you need a, um, a website, some type of logo, blah, 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 right? How much are you willing to spend to have someone do your website? Or you're going to do it yourself. How much is that? How much are you going to spend for somebody to do your logo? Do you want to go and deal with the back and forth of Fiverr? Or do you want to talk to somebody and be more personable where you can have a built brand from scratch, right? What does that look like? And you can't say, well, Latoya, I don't know what they charge. I don't know what to put on there. You know how much you're going to spend for this this budget. If you think that it's underpriced or overpriced, There is Google. You can legit just go on Google and search and get an idea of the average price. Don't come to anyone and you have no budget. That is an utter nightmare. And I think I'm going to like typically I have an intake form. Because I want to know how much you make. I can't even ask what's your budget now because people... They, they, they act like they don't get it. So I have to ask, like, what, what is your household income? But when people come through the back door because of a referral, then it's like, I don't know what I'm getting. Have a budget. Next, nightmare clients, the ones who don't have clear goals. Their goals are so broad. We are not, and I'm talking, when I say we, I'm talking about service-based coaches or consultants. We are not mind readers. I had a one client a long time ago who had someone doing their social media campaign for them and um, it didn't work out. 
long story short, she said, you know what, Latoya, it really wasn't their fault. I didn't know my brand, so I didn't know what to tell them. The thing is, is that you sometimes have, even though um, someone is a graphic designer, that doesn't mean they're a genie. You have to tell them something or give them some vision or give them some information about your brand so then they can give you an end product. When you don't have a clear goal, a smart goal, where you don't have a time limit, you don't have, I mean, you just, oh, I just want to do this, this, this thing and, you know, just wing it. That is annoying. That is annoying. I don't know why I'm like feeling... <laughs> Like I'm, this is a rant. This is a rant post or a rant episode, but it's very sad because it happens too frequently and that doesn't make any sense to me. Have a goal. What is your, why are you here? When someone comes and they want to buy a car, like we're not, not just shopping around, but they li literally are going to buy a car. They, they have an idea of their budget. They know how much they want to pay for a car, okay? Because they done did some research. They know what type of car or what type of vehicle they need. You know, do they do, um, is it a small family or is it just them and they want a sports car or do they want something like that's convenient or, you know, they have an idea of what they want. They may even know the color that they want, right? So have a goal, like, you know, ha have a goal. Next. Number three, this nightmare client doesn't like direction. They don't want anybody to give them any direction. They want you to help them, but they don't want you to lead. Especially again, if, if, like, if you are coming to get your hair done by a licensed cosmetologist, not your cousin, a licensed cosmetologist, and um, your goal is to, I don't know, prepare for an event I don't know um and they and, and you want to updo this is a good one okay this just popped in my head okay you want to updo right you want a nice updo you want a slick updo whatever it is whatever hair texture you have it doesn't matter and you have no edges your beautician if they are real and if they care about promoting hair growth and not just the style, they're probably going to tell you like, you know, you may not want to have so much tension here or let me add something here to cover up so we can do the updo. But um, because of, of the event, but I'm going to have like something over there to where we can feel the edges up or whatever. And if you're like, no, I don't want anything on my edges. Leave my edges alone. No, I want it to be as tight as you don't want any direction, sis. How are you going to, what, what are we doing? Especially if you come to a coach. That's just like you go into the gym trying to lose some weight and get healthy. And then you don't want to listen to your personal trainer. You don't want any direction. You're paying for nothing. You're just paying to do what you want. Yes, you should have some say. Yes, you should uh, be able to express yourself. But you should also be able to take direction. Otherwise. Your nightmare. And it doesn't matter how much money you pay. No amount of money is important. I have turned down people who have offered me money that was pretty good. And I'm like, no, that's okay. Because I knew the headache. I had a client recently who finally was like, yeah, I want to go with 
this business plan. Let's get it going. I didn't even respond. They were, I already know they're going to be a nightmare. Nightmare. No, thank you. Take your money. Keep it. I, I, I love peace. So the next thing, number four, they don't know, they don't know their competition. You know, when you, when people say, when people are asked, what's your competition or who are your competitors? And you're like, oh, I don't have any. Are you on the moon? What planet? Where, where, Where are we? Everyone has a competitor. Even if you are the first of your kind, there is somebody that is winking a little different than you, but they're in the same ballpark as you. There's nothing new under the sun. So take when, when you say you have no competitors, you're telling me you're lazy and you don't feel like looking up any competitors. You don't feel like doing your research. A lot of people want a lot of things, but they're not willing to put the work in and research and really study and understand their brand. They just want money and they just want to get out there. It's research. Everything that I do, I put myself in 100%. I'm going to research it. I may not know everything because I didn't go to school for everything. I went to school for marketing, but I'm still going to study the craft, study whatever I'm in as much as I possibly can so that I can really understand what I'm doing. That goes for business. My very first real business was skin, a skincare line, and I spent a year and a half of research. And doing surveys, asking because I was in school then. So I was asking students their feedback. And my professor actually had us do a midterm based on my business. Everybody had to create a marketing campaign for me, my business, which was a blessing. Um, So I spent a lot of time researching. You got to know your competitors. And lastly, but certainly not least, um. They don't know their audience. They want to sell to everybody, everybody. Everybody is going to buy your lemon cake. That is so unrealistic. You need to know your audience. Will you be with them forever? Maybe not. You might you might come out and have one audience and then all of a sudden you you find that uh, a different group of people like you more. And so that's when you're like, oh, okay. And that's how marketing is. It's like trial and error. It's A, B, split. Let's see what works. But you can't come in the door and talk about, oh, it's just for everyone. Because not everyone's going to like you. They're not going to like your business. And I'm going to throw a bonus. This is a bonus. I wasn't expecting this one. This is a bonus. Don't be that nightmare client that thinks or tries to sell or tries to pitch to themselves. You're not pitching to you. You want to like it to a certain extent. You you want to enjoy it, but you're not the person buying it. So you this is why you want to know your audience. What do they like? What um what moves them? What are they willing to spend their money on? What's going on in, in their lives? That's what you need to know. So I hope that this was helpful. I'm, I'm, I'm stepping down on, off of the soapbox. Look, I want you to go into the new year strong. So we prepping up now because we don't want you to be a nightmare client. All right. Stay tuned. There's more coming up soon. Bless you.